Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, just me at the top of the show to let you know of a few gigs I'm doing. If you're in Adelaide this weekend, Saturday the 19th at the Rhino Room, 4.30. Great, great crew coming along. So listen to the end of the show and you'll hear who's actually on. Tickets at joshua.com.au. Make sure you come along. Hey, Melbourne is on sale as well. So the com- the Comedy Festival's on sale, both the stand-up show, Modern Contemporary, and the podcast at the European Beer Cafe on Saturdays this year at 3 p.m., also, if you're in Melbourne, March 5, I'm doing another podcast, live podcast at the Comedy Republic. Uh, so thanks to everyone who came last week, last weekend to that one. That was great. Also, if you're in Launceston and Brisbane, I'm coming to your cities. So head to joshua.com.au for the details of those shows. Big thanks to everyone who's Patreon subscribers. Thanks for keeping the lights on. Head to patreon.com slash dykwia. Every single week, you'll get a top five episode coming up and uh yeah anyway that's all i would say enjoy this episode with greg larson till snyder chris ryan and damien power hello and welcome to don't you know who i am the podcast that asks who knows whom who knows what because who knows why my name is josh earl and this week on the internet my english footballing namesake appeared to have a rough one for his team preston north end with a fan blog writing this about him after the match. It's very frustrating watching Josh Earl play at wingback. He either doesn't understand the role, has no confidence in himself, or he lacks ability. Perhaps all three. We've got so much in common, man, this guy. We are. That is... I've had reviews like that. That's great. Hey, if this is your first time listening to podcasts, what I do, I get four very funny people, and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest is a first time to the podcast. She shares her name with the editor of one of the few websites I regularly visit, TheRinger.com. Can you please welcome its comedian, Chris Ryan? Thanks for having me. That's all right. Do you know, have you heard of this other Chris Ryan from TheRinger.com? Two other Chris Ryans in mind that I know of. Um, The SAS soldier who's written books about killing people and stuff. And then there's also a psychologist who's written a book called Sex at Dawn. (laughs) Neither neither of you, though. So this uh, guy, Chris Ryan, also hosts a podcast called The Rewatchables, where he just sits down with other people and they rewatch a movie and discuss it. Imagine that wow. being a podcast. <laughs> well, that's going to be a great job. <laughs> hey, also joining us is a man who shares his name with the chief counsel of 12th Film Street Productions in Indiana. Can you please welcome back to the pod? It's Greg Larson, everyone. Hello. Hey, Greg. Um, yeah, hey. Um, I don't have anything to say about what, what the film council. 12th Film Street <laughs> Productions. He's the chief counsel, so he's just the lawyer for the for the. Uh, production company. Film, what what have they produced? What movies have they uh, made? I didn't look it up. It was just mm. on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and then I thought that's enough. I've done my research. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's 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 sick. That's a cool thing. To, yeah. <laughs> for Greg to be. It's good. Um, there's a lawyer. I'd yeah. love to be a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's still time, Greg. Still time. Mm. Our next guest shares his name with an Irish photographer. Can you please welcome back to the pod? It's Damien Power. Thanks for having me. Uh, Irish photographer, who is this guy? Do you know anything about him? 
Damien Power. I know his name and I know mm. his job. And I know where he right. lives. So I know, I know three things about him. How did, how did you find, like, so you just Googled Damien Power and is that the most famous Damien Power that came up? A no, no, you're the most famous Damien Power that comes oh, up. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but also, <laughs> back up a sec, you know where he lives? Well, Irish. He's, he's an island. Oh, okay. I know the why, are you, like, why are you so obsessed with this photographer, Josh? Yes. Yeah, what I... kind of photographs does he take? Oh. <laughs> pornos. Fucking pornos. I knew it. I knew it. And finally, is a comedian who shares her name with the principal at Rincon Consultants in California. And this is after his name on LinkedIn. He has these letters PG, CHG, T-O-R, which is weird because that's his actual first name as well. Q-S-D and Q-S-P. Can you please welcome us Tor Snyder, everyone. Yay. Yay. Hey, those are actually my middle initials too. <laughs> that's like five different, like either degrees or qualifications. Yep, or initials. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, it's a lot. I feel like that was a stretch. You really dig deep for that one, didn't you? Well, yeah, but like the fact that he, he did a degree or a qualification that gave him the letters T-O-R, which is also his first name or how he goes by, like you're only doing that so you can have, so you can be Tor Snyder Tor. I mean, it sounds pretty cool. Who wouldn't want to be that? I feel yeah. like you guys, by the end of the podcast, you might want to change your name. No, yeah. <laughs> no buddy. <laughs> now, I should point out, we're all, everyone's in different states. I think. I think we've got Greg, you're in Melbourne. Tura, yeah. you, you're in WA. Damien in Queensland. Chris mm-hmm. in New South Wales or, or the ACT. Sydney today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sydney today. There you go. And where, and where are you, Josh? I, 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 I don't like to say where I am. It's okay. the, <laughs> the, the fans of this pod, as soon as they know where I am, I just, it's, it's too much. They'll sniff you out. <laughs> They'll sniff you out. <laughs> All right. Our first game today is called Social Me, Me, Media. What I'm going to do, I'm going to read out status updates by the four of you. If you think you know who wrote these, Buzz in your names or your buzzers. You get a point if you get right. A point to the person who actually wrote it if you're incorrect. So you can't lose any points. You can't buzz in for your own ones. Here we go. Question one. Me in a restaurant. I'll have what she's having. Points to a little girl wearing headphones and playing on an iPad. Greg. Yes, Greg. It's not Damien. Um... So I'm going to get a 50-50 tour. You are correct, Rick. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I should point out to the listeners, Greg has only just met Tor and Chris. And even when I said who, he asked who was on, and he goes, I don't know these people. Will it be weird? I said, no, it won't be weird. <laughs> is, is it weird, Greg? You're making it weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. This is, yeah, it's getting weirder by every, every second. Yeah, it ain't over yet. That's what I do. Uh, I... I also I agree with this tour. I would love to go out for dinner and just be on my iPad and have my headphones on. <laughs> the dream. Mm. So well, I don't I don't have kids, but I feel like it's the only way to have kids, right? Mm. Yeah. Like, oh who yeah. Needs, who needs a babysitter when you've got an iPod pad thing? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I had that thing. Like I mean, I'm admittedly not a parent, so maybe I'm a bad person to say this, but. During the whole lockdown, and everything everyone's worried about their kids. Like, oh, it's going to be hard. Just get them addicted to video games. They'll <laughs> yeah. Just, just get them addicted to video games. Get some new kids after the lockdown. Like, that's, that's what I did. That's what I did. Yeah. Mine did they that. Will them, shut up. Mine did that themselves. I mean, I don't want to boast, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. They're so advanced, Chris. Mm, that's it. All right. Question two: Just be normal. <laughs> 
Tor. Yes, Tor. Oh, that sounds like a Chris thing. It is a Chris thing. Yeah, you're right. Yes. <laughs> I think, I'm sorry, I made that a bit obvious. That's all right. <laughs> I can tell straight away. I feel like... <laughs> mantra <laughs> well this was on instagram a photo it was a family photo with you and i think your brothers or sisters and your own family and you were like doing a, a very high kick in the air when everyone else was kind of just standing there yeah, yeah. yep mm-hmm. i was drunk and um it was actually friends we were out with we we're at a friend's place for just for a normal dinner and um, they were like, and it was social distancing times. And so we all stood in our couples, you know, and everyone was standing there. It was weird. So I just put my leg up in the air yeah. just to show off. <laughs> Question three, saw a dead fish reflecting, remembering how we all used to have set top boxes, but those days are over. Hashtag circle of life. Chris. Yes, Chris. I reckon um, that's Damien Power. No, that's Greg Larson. Put there for oh. <laughs> I knew I should have buzzed in. I knew yeah. it. I nearly, I I nearly knew buzzed it. in with Damien. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remembered, oh, yeah, no, that's right. That's just, Sounds a bit depressing, a so everyone thought it was me. Yeah, yeah you, were, you were cringing, and I thought, oh, well, he's embarrassed, so it's yeah. him. I was agonising over whether to buzz in because I thought I knew it. That's yeah. Now, Greg, mm. I didn't know this until I booked you, but you've been banned from Twitter. I haven't been banned. Oh, I thought you were. No, I quit it you quit twitter i'm done i can't oh. are you I'd serious like, i can't you quit twitter i can't live on that fucking website anymore i hate it i hate everything about it i never want to see it again couldn't when agree. Did you want to be yeah. when did I you quit, quit twitter i quit it oh, five like, years ago it's a nest of vipers oh it's the worst mm. thing like you if you go on twitter and be like Hitler was bad. Someone will go, what about Mussolini? Mm. <laughs> like, and it's just like, oh, everything. And then someone will everything. post the taco girl with one up both. And that's Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it. And like, I, and then I, I turned off replies and then people started like messaging me going, I think you've actually misunderstood that Twitter yeah. is a conversation. Oh. I'm like, oh my God. I Like I'm on here to promote my shows oh yeah. my and try material. I don't care. I hate this website. I'm done. I'll go back on eventually because I'll need to plug my shows. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like it when people, uh, they stop the replies. Like, so only people they mention can reply to them. Then all that means is people just quote tweet the tweet and then pile mm. on that way. And so, yeah. 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 But at least you get those numbers up. That's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Question uh, four. No one in Australian comedy likes a success story. Tor. Yes, Tor. Damien. No, that's Chris Ryan. I put that for oh. Chris. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. But, but I, I feel the same way if that yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a very astute observation, I really. It's true because, like, one of my favourite stories is about my most fucked gig. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah, that's great. That makes me endeared to people. Whereas if I say, oh, mm. gee, I had fun. It was a good gig. No one mm. gives, they hate your guts no. for that. Yeah. <laughs> you bang on. You bang on. Comedian's favourite co- comedian is someone who's suffering, has no money, is depressed, yep. but funny. Yeah. yeah. You guys, and I then mean, as soon as they become successful, they're like, fuckheads anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why everybody loves Andrew Wolf. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Dan Rapp as well. It's like, man, I'm telling you, it's, it's great. Yeah. Everyone promos. And yeah. When they get famous. You're like, fuck that yeah. guy, man. He was always a fuckhead. Yeah. Yeah. That is really accurate. <laughs> All right. Question five. Maybe I'd be happier if I got a really nice selfie of myself from an angle that makes me look more attractive. Damien. Uh, yes, Damien. Chris? No, it was you, you dipshit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, see, this this is what I don't understand. I literally don't post anything on social media except clips. So I just immediately rule myself out. The only thing I use Twitter for is to retweet iced tea. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all i do is retweet ice have you ever read ice t's twitter yes i oh, have damien really when i was good. doing research for this show i went back yeah, man, i will say I'm in the you. in the final round we're not only going to have nine questions because one of the questions question two was whose twitter feed is just them retweeting ice t so when did i say this was 20, this on instagram no this was in um on twitter in 2015 oh, 2015 <laughs> man fuck it up you expect me to remember a tweet from seven years ago? No, it's good. I like Fucking it. Fucking hell. All right, next question. Question six. La La Land is okay, not enough farts. Damien? <laughs> yes, Damien. That has to be Greg Larson. No, it's you again, you dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when was La La Land? <laughs> You can't, you can't do this, man. It's bullshit. Everything you're referring to would be at least five years old. Yeah, I think mm. La La Land, when, I don't know. We'll better look it up when it won the Oscar. Yeah. Well, this is embarrassing. I'm never buzzing in again. Fuck this. <laughs> unless it's about unless it's about iced tea, I'm not buzzing in. Hey, I, I didn't know La La Land. I, I've never mm. seen La La Land, but I, mm. I didn't know it was set in LA and that's where the name comes from. Oh. I thought, <laughs> ah, see now who's the idiot? I thought it was just like La La Land is like yeah. it's about it's mm. about music La 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 mm. like yeah, Do Re Mi Fa So La Too yeah mm. it's clever it's got levels it's good <laughs> but not enough farts all right yeah, that is great true. tweet by the way I should get back yeah. into Twitter <laughs> it's very yeah. good all right question seven imagine working at McDonald's and having to say yes chef every time someone makes an order that'd be weird but exciting to work there oh that's good. Damien. <laughs> yeah, yes, Damien. Tor? Yes, it was Tor. It wasn't you. Well, oh, Damien. Yes. That's a really funny. Oh, I, Man, like I was one. so paranoid that was me. <laughs> I love that. That's really funny. Uh, saying yes, chef. That'd be so good. <laughs> I think I wrote that when I was drunk at McDonald's. When... Yeah. Oh, perfect. That's the perfect time. <laughs> That's when inspiration comes. I think I was yelling at them. I was like, yes, chef. Yes, chef. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, Can you tell people on Twitter that? Because I think it got zero likes. All right. Okay. That's criminal. That is actually criminal. That's a really good joke. Everyone who listens to this on Twitter, just type in Till Snyder McDonald's, find it, retweet it. it, Give it the credit it deserves. Give it the don't you know who I am bump. That's what we get. All right. Question eight. Just started writing a screenplay about a cop who has downloaded too many pornos. Damien. Yes, Damien. That's got to be Greg. That is Greg. Yeah, that's Greg. <laughs> Just <knew> it. <laughs> as soon as I heard pornos, I'm like, that's Greg. 
What was that? What was the, what was the was that Instagram? Yeah, it was Instagram. What I was think, the accompanying picture to that? I think just either, me standing there out of focus. <laughs> yeah, I think so. In a singlet or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. There was one that you posted recently that you had a you had a really good wig on, really suited you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can, can you I, say what was that was for, or just I actually can't. Of wigs? I oh. signed a non disclosure agreement, but nice. it'll be it'll be out on March fifteen. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, Are you successful? Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's no good, mate. No. <laughs> but yeah, the wig. I really want to. I'm thinking about just getting because I'm I'm balding. I'm thinking about just getting wigs and just having like different ones, like. And just having yeah. wigs, they're cool. Like, it's fun to have a different hairstyle that's not yours. It's hot. Uh, yeah, it's just fun. Like, it's a fun, cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. I want a Millhouse in the streets and a Flanders in the sheets. Chris. Yes, Chris. I think that's tour. That is tour, yeah. Put there for Chris, yes. <laughs> that's very good, yeah. What? what? It's true. What, who's the Millhouse in the streets? What's what's Millhouse in the streets like? Um, I my boyfriend, <laughs> <laughs> just an, an, like kind of a nerdy loser, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Has glasses, you know. Yeah. 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 So do you, uh, now reading this, do you think Flanders goes off in the sheets, or do you think he's still <laughs> prim and proper? A good um, Christian I think man. I feel like I've watched enough Simpsons to know that he'd go off in the sheets. Yeah. Hey? Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Right. He's got a he's got a killer bod. Yeah, yeah. he's got that bod. Yeah, that's right. Um, All right. Yeah. Our final question for this round: So long, Queensland had a wild ride and too much fun. You really turned on the weather and brought the goods every day. Awesome gigs, awesome hangs. Big shout out to White Ladies Funerals for giving Little Dylan a wicked send off, and of course those beautiful Queensland beaches. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes, sure. Greg. Yes, you are right. That is Greg. Yes. <laughs> I I reckon I like looked at that tweet. Uh, it wasn't a tweet. An Instagram post. I reckon I looked at that for about two hours before I pushed send. <laughs> like I was like, is this too dark? Oh, <laughs> I, nah. just, I just couldn't, so couldn't good. resist. It's funny. Yeah. It's fun to have fun. Like it's just fun to have fun. It is very fun to have fun. Good. Good. Good post, Greg. For a second right. there, I honestly thought it was one of my like overly enthusiastic, earnest, oh. grateful, fucking, you know, <laughs> embarrassing early ones. Like, yeah. I had a great time. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> Photo of you taking it from the stage with the audience behind you mm-hmm. all waving at the, end of the show. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Mm-hmm. All right. At the end of that round, everyone's on two points. That was mm. good. Okay. Nice. It very rarely happens. All right, this round is called We Are Family. Now, families, they're sometimes good, sometimes they're not so good. In this round, we get to meet one of our panellists' families, and today we're meeting the Snyders, or to be precise, Tour's sisters and her cousins. Now, when Tour was 12 years old, she was lucky enough to go to Disney World, but what did Tour's cousins make Tour's sister do that Tour does not feel that great about today? Was it A? They got her to squat down behind Goofy, so when Goofy backed up, that Goofy tripped over. Her sister then threatened to sue if they didn't give them all fast passes so they could skip the lines. That's A. B. Even though her sister really needed the toilet, they had to be in the line so long they didn't want to leave, so they told her to just hold on until we get on the ride, which was Space Mountain, and because most of the ride is in darkness, just piss yourself in the seat. That's B. <laughs> or C... 
Very they, smart. They didn't want to line up for any of the rides, so they made Tor's sister pretend to have a disability and go straight to the front of the queue. Oh. One of these is true. You can ask her as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, Tor wants you to answer the... Uh, like, she will answer them as if they're all correct, so you don't get her point. The floor is open for <laughs> questions. Ask away. Tor? <clears throat> Yo. When you say one of your sister or you pretended to have a disability, like what... Uh... To what level are we talking about here? I mean, was there a big act out? Like, uh, <laughs> like what kind of disability was were you going for, and how effective was it? So the act, I mean, of pretending. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my sister um, is. I have I have one sister, by the way. It's just one, and um, okay. she. Uh, my cousins thought it'd be you know quicker to get to the line if we rented a wheelchair, um, and uh, she you know, put on a bit of a play, but not extremely. <laughs> I, just... okay. I feel like, yeah, I'm setting you up for that failure like here. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm setting you up for it to be cancelled. That's kind of the idea. Everybody likes a success story, so maybe I should just dig in, yeah. hey? Yeah. But at least we got the question out of the way first, Damien. Everyone wanted to ask. You got to, you got to do yeah. it first. It's good. I got straight in. Mm-hmm. Was you, hired a wheelchair. you hired a wheelchair. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I, it wasn't me. It was my cousins. They were older. I was the, I'm the youngest. So, yeah. Right. I feel like okay. with this theme of wanting to get to the front of the queue, I feel like the first one is probably the one where, because I don't reckon your family would be able to do that acting out disability thing. Thanks, Chris. I think, so. <laughs> I, I, so I think that you did Thank the you. thing where you made Goofy trip over. Um, that I don't know. Am I worthy voting? Do you have a Do you have a question? You can ask oh, questions. Oh, that's a question. Yeah. Well, well, can I can I ask a question about the goofy tripping over one? Uh-huh. Because I just the problem is I don't understand the logic of the first two, right? Because you're intentionally tripping over Goofy and then saying because we've tripped you over, you now have to give us a fast pass. Well, we kind of saw it as like an opportunity to make it look like he hurt us, you know. Mm. Um, so we thought oh well that was more of the act out there you know like oh i was tying my shoe and he Uh, wasn't looking where he was going and uh and my sister is a bit of an actress so uh well she's a drama queen but she um you know (laughs) was just like oh you know oh this hurts and that hurts and um and he was like oh i'm so sorry and we're like get a manager and Mm. um you know we we just said, oh, it's okay. She's all right. But maybe because she's hurt, can we get to the front of the line for the rest of the day? Okay. On the second one, what were you going to say when you come out of the ride and the sister has pissed her pants? We'll just say she spilled a drink, you know? Although she did smell like piss for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. that, that one to me is the, is the hardest to believe. How, how, how old were you all at the time? Uh, I think I was twelve, and she must have been thirteen. Mm. Yeah. Does Disney World have water water park there? Is well? yeah. So we said, okay, well, if you got to go now, we'll go on this ride, which Space Mountain, and then mm. next we'll go on Splash Mountain, which is the water ride, right? So mm. she could, um, uh, you know, wash off, I guess. Um, but also, I thought, hey, in between that, why don't we do the teacup? So if you throw up, you you know, you already smell like piss. We can you can clean off on. Splash Mountain. What? what? With, wow. with the goofy, with the goofy one, did did you get the fast pass? Yeah, totally. Yeah. 
But when you did the goofy thing, you were you were planning that, or it just yeah, yeah, happened, yeah. That and was then our, you tried. You it had was a the full first strategy. Thing we did. It was the first thing we did when we got there. We were like, all right, we got to mm. get on these rides quick. You know, it's a busy place. This is pre-pandemic. You know, people are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I took my kids to Luna Park uh, four weeks ago when Melbourne was at the height of its kind of everyone having cases, and there was mm. no one there, and it was mm. the best day ever. It was like. Remember when Michael Matt. Jackson shut down Disney World so he could go on all the rides for nothing or for, like didn't oh. have to line up? That's what it was like for my kids. And that's why mm. you want these fast passes at Disney, man. It's fucking insane. You you gotta do you gotta go hard to get these passes. <laughs> all right, do, people, do people think they know what they're gonna lock in? Well, I I I think I'm gonna so the 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 problem I have with the I think the third one is the most like. It's it's messed up, but it's the most reasonable, like in terms of a plan. Like, get a wheelchair. Say you need a wheelchair, but I don't think. And also, it's it's just hard to imagine kids assaulting Goofy. Like, I would, and just like so. I, my cousins are older than me. They're like yeah. teenagers. They're like yeah. you know older teenagers. I just I'm gonna go, and partly because I want it to be true, I'm gonna go with the Space Mountain piss pants. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Chris, yeah. I'm, I'm lucky, oh, David. Everyone's going piss pants. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with exactly what Greg said. Well, the correct answer was C, disability. <laughs> oh my <laughs> That's god! That's brutal. <laughs> Three points for tour. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I guess we just underestimated how horrible these people were. <laughs> Do you want to read out what you actually wrote to me when you sent this through as well? Yeah. Because it was like, <laughs> you said, uh, here's another story. I think this one's too harsh, so don't use this one. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my cousins, nice. my cousins made my sister do it. And um, mm-hmm. they, you know, my sister played along. Um, yeah. And like the photos from the day are pretty funny, but also very wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I hope- yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell my yeah. sister I was using this story either. She was like, what about these stories? And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. All right, at the end of that round, the scores are Greg, Chris, and Damien still on two points, but in the lead on five points, it's Tor Snyder. Woo! Yes. Oh. Suck it. All right, we're going to take a little break. Here's from some ads, and we're back after these messages. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, we are back. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel. Everything is true, you'll say yeah. If it's a lie, you'll say nah. You can ask me as many questions you want. Bear in mind, mind they want you to get it wrong so they get your point. So, to tour. Now, when Damien was in high school, he was doing graffiti with some friends when the police turned up. Damien ran and got away, but his friends weren't so lucky. That night at 4am, Damien's home phone rang and Damien raced to answer it. It was his friend's mum... So Damien pretended to be his own father and insisted that Damien would be punished for his bad behaviour. Yeah or nah? Yeah. 
You can ask questions. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've done that too. I mean, not in that same context, but like my mom used to call and she'd be like, oh, can you empty the dishwasher? Obviously not that harsh, but I'd be like, yeah, okay. And then I'd hang up and I'd be like, hey, to my brother, I'd be like, hey, mom just called. She wants you to empty the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, that's a, I'd say, yeah. You, you can get away yeah. with Yeah. You are correct. It was a true story. Yeah, you're right. A point there for tour. Yeah, all right. Did, what was your what was your tag, Damon? Yeah, let's go through what you were actually <laughs> doing. Oh man, oh man, we were running around on push bikes in Toowoomba, spray painting. I would spray paint Rune, R U N E, and my mate was spray painting Kane, K A N E, <laughs> and we uh, there was CCTV in Toowoomba in the city and stuff. The police there was so much youth crime. And uh, the police must have seen us, and we we got on our bikes like fuck, go go go, and we split. We split. We both went two different ways, and the police was only one car, and they followed him. And then I rode home freaking out because we're just he's just meant to be having a sleepover, and I'm like, where is he? What happened to him? Did he get caught? Is he going to come home? And then at four a.m., I get a call from his mother, and I'm freaking out, and I pick it up, and she's like, you're in a lot of trouble. Kai's down at the police station. Put your father on right now. And I was just, fuck that. So I put the phone down for a second and picked it up and went, hello? (laughs) She's like, Bob, is that you? Yeah. The boys have been doing graffiti. Kai's at the police station. And I was like, yeah, yeah. She was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nah, that's that's crazy. (laughs) And then she must have just thought that he was just a bad father. And she was like, yeah, well. I guess we'll talk about it in the morning. I was like, yeah, no worries. And then I just went into my mom and said, mom, I've got some stuff to tell you. Um, yeah. And then my mate, my mate was at the police station and they were like, who are you? And he freaked out and wanted to use, cause he was scared as hell. So he wanted to use a friend's name that he was hoping wasn't home. And for some reason he decided to use the deputy headmaster's son's name. <laughs> So the deputy headmaster of the school came in at like four in the morning thinking his son, who happened to be away, had just mm. done graffiti and been arrested by the police and walked in. It was my mate. Oh, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, and the dude said, the, 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 the deputy headmaster pulled Kai aside at school and said, I'll forgive you as a, as a student, but I'll never forgive you as a parent. Oh, and that was it. It's quite brutal. <laughs> I was like, I don't wow. fucking care. He's <laughs> like, awesome. <laughs> where, where I grew up in Burnie, we didn't have much graffiti around when I was there, but there was one, uh, a space of like three months where someone had been tagging. It was like a bomb with a question mark in the middle of the bomb, like an old kind of like uh, Danger Mouse style bomb. And the wick apparently was getting smaller and smaller with each one. And the rumor was he's gonna the whoever's doing it is gonna plant a bomb at that building and it's gonna blow up when the wick's all the way down mm-hmm. and never happened. It was just a someone oh, tagging. That's, that's so cool. lame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being the dude who's drawing that bomb, spray painting that bomb. It's yeah. So pathetic. <laughs> Imagine if he's like forty and he's just like fuck it. <laughs> I remember Not also. Even a kid. I, at my primary school, someone graffitied on a wall, sex a booby woman, and it still makes me laugh. Um, nice. <laughs> all right, to Damien. Now, Chris used to work as a journalist for the South Coast Register in Nowra. She was doing a story in a local cult when one day she got a call from ASIO who were requesting they obtain all of her footage. Yeah or nah? Oh, 
Okay, so how long were you working at this place for, Chris? I, I had been working there for a couple of years. I'd actually left the place when I got the call. <clears throat> right, and and so you were doing a, 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 like an article or like a story on a cult? Yeah, so 60 Minutes had done an expose on this cult and my editor asked me to do um, go and in, interview them and do a write of reply for the local paper. Right. And, um, and then like a, couple, a little while later, I when I left that job, I went and um, spent the day at the cult site and I videoed. I had no skills or qualifications in video. I just thought I'd become a documentary maker out of wanting to. Um, and so I filmed them. And then I got back to my other workplace, which was the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet, and I got a phone call from ASIO. So, so what, what kind of cult? What kind of cult were we talking it, here? Like what, what oh, sort of things like were they weird, doing? It was, um, well, the leader was called the Little Pebble. And um, he, nice. he, he said that he got um, apparitions of the Virgin Mary once a month. And he, and he had like, yeah, he had people who followed him and lived in caravans. Of course he does. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say that's a true story. Damien, you are correct. It is a true story. Yeah, put it over Damien. Yeah. The Little Pebble. Mm. So is it just him telling the story of what Mary says? Yeah, yeah totally. And then, he, yeah, he actually got arrested and put in jail. Oh, okay. Um, Off your yeah. reporting? Uh, no, I don't think oh, so. Okay. Um, but he, he, he served time. He's out now. But he did time. Because every every wow. single like documentary series on cults, it's always like it starts off. They all start off great, and there must be so many cults where it's like, yeah, it was great. We just uh, we're all young and cool, and then we hung mm. out for a bit, and then we thought, oh, let's go and let's stop the cult. There must be some like that, surely. Yeah, I I don't know. Like it just seems to always be the dude leading it gets heaps of sex and yeah. lives in a two story brick mansion, and everyone else gives him his, their money and live in a caravan. So I want to get Denise Scott on here because she was in that, whatever the Wild Wild Country documentary was about, she was in the Darwin chapter of that when she was in her oh. early 20s. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I want to I get her in to talk about it. We'll see. Mm. Only eight more episodes to go. We'll see. <laughs> All right, so I'll point there to Damien. Now, to Chris. When Greg was working on Tonightly, he became obsessed with the TAC road campaign character, Graham who was a hideous creature designed to survive road accidents. Every week he would pitch sketches where he would get designed to look like the character, not because he had good ideas for the sketches, just because he wanted to keep the costume afterwards. Yeah or nah? <laughs> what, was, what was the costume like, Greg? Well, the do you, I don't know if you remember the Graham advertising campaign, but it was like the whole, the whole thing of Graham was it was the worst ad campaign in the history of the world, right? They were saying if you were to survive a road, a car accident, this is what your body would need to look like. And so they just <laughs> built this weird naked man with like like a sort of head that was like out here. <laughs> it was really thick. And then like, I can't even remember exactly. you got to look it up. Look it up. The Graham TAC. I'll share, I'll share the screen with you now. Oh, do, a, do a screen share. Yes, please. Oh please do a screen share. It's so good. It's so um, good. And, can and can you see that? <laughs> Love it. And I it just it. it it does it just nothing makes sense. Like he's the only person designed to survive on our roads. <laughs> First of all, I just 
I don't understand any of that because I reckon if you hit him with a semi truck, he'd still just die. Like it's still, it, you know, he's spinning around dead. Like what is it? There's made of titanium. Like he's just a person still. He's just a weird looking one. Um, and I was just obsessed with this ad campaign. I was like, you got it. We got to do a sketch about it. So we can make a Graham suit that I can wear so I can keep the Graham suit. Oh, look, I think that's true. Chris, you are incorrect. This is not a true story. Oh. Point there for Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um, but good idea, Greg, for a sketch. Yeah. yeah, I wish I wish I had. Like, I, I can't true. remember when Graham came out. I don't know if that was pre-Tonight. I, I feel like someone mentioned it in Tonightly. Yeah. But I did... In fact, you know, in, in the Tonightly days, there were heaps of, like, when the Commonwealth Games was on at the Gold Coast, I was like, we got to do a story where I got to the Commonwealth Games and I go to, like, the shooting gallery they have there where I shoot guns. And I did. And they were like, yeah, how does that relate to the Commonwealth Games? I'm like, it just does. It's just about the Gold Coast. And I just did a sketch where I shot a bunch of guns. Because the person who made the Graham uh, design also did mm. the Sky Whale design. I don't know if anyone ever saw the Sky yes. Whale. Oh, yeah. Which is that yeah. creature with just so many nipples. Yeah. yeah. Love the Sky Whale. Yeah. Love it. It was that Splendor one year. It went over Splendor when I was there. It's a Canberra so, one. Like, it's Canberra's oh, Sky Whale. Canberra's yeah. own. Yeah. yeah. What's her name? Trigonini or what's her name? Nipolini, the artist. So weird. So a point there to Greg. Now, to Greg. In the very first stages of dating, Tua's boyfriend on his bike got hit by a car, and so for the first three months of their dating life, he was in hospital. Yeah or nah? In the very first stages of dating, so like how, like what, like a week, two weeks? Uh, like a month. So after a month. He got hit by a car. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Unfortunately, you weren't dating Graham. Um. Actually, I was dating Graham. <laughs> the ad was a lie. It was false advertising. Um, so he was in hospital. How? So how? Sorry, how long was he in hospital for? You? Uh, for three months. Mm. So. It's, this is particularly hilarious, actually, Greg, <laughs> mm. uh, because I have a joke about how I have a boyfriend that I hit with my car, like with my mm. car, right? Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's like my whole joke came true, you know? <laughs> so I've been telling a lot of jokes lately about how I'm going to be a millionaire. Uh, yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> it's a prophecy. Yeah. yeah. Um. And he was, but he was in hospital. Like, so he was like pretty badly. In, if he was in hospital for three yeah, months, yeah, Greg, he like got serious. hit by a car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't yeah, like but, um, tap, you know. He's not a yeah. fucking soccer player. <laughs> <laughs> he went down, you know. He he fucking mm. got smashed. Uh, yeah, he yeah. Uh, he broke his arm and his leg, and he fractured his pelvis. Was it was it a situation where you are you you're not? With him and as a previous boyfriend or current? Sorry, Greg, we're still together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I was going to say, like, you didn't want to, like, dump him. In, like, it wasn't like a Seinfeld thing where it's like, oh, I want to dump him and now he's in hospital. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, uh, I um, guess, um, you know what? It was like, it's probably been one of the easiest relationships I've ever been in because, you know, I always knew where he was. 
and mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know i had an excuse <laughs> to leave like oh visiting yeah. hours are over i'll see you yeah. later right um cool. and um i got to push him around in a wheelchair mm. so that was yeah. literally sounds like misery you know that movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was he a rider or? Yeah. <laughs> um. uh, I, misery for who? For me or for him, though? <laughs> Stephen King. Very good question. Yeah. Very good question. I am going to say true. Greg, you are correct. This is a true story. Nice. Point there for Greg, yes. Nice. Is he out of hospital now, though, too? Yeah, he's out of hospital. He's riding his bike again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loves riding a bike. Can't stop it. Just, just to make it clear for the listener, you weren't riding. You weren't driving the car that hit him. No, no. no okay, good. <laughs> no, he, he, uh, he got hit by some guy. I don't know. Yeah, we never, mm. never saw him again. Yeah. Oh, really? The guy got away with it. Yeah. Well, it was deemed an accident. Oh. So. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, pretty... but I mean, like he didn't, he didn't like drive off though. No, no, he called oh, the cops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and. Yeah. The arm and leg, were they on the same side or were they opposite sides? Yeah, so he, he's got like a metal plate now like in his arm here and one in his leg um, and, um, and a metal plate in his, in his pelvis as well. Yeah. Whoa. So he fucks like a machine. <laughs> <laughs> when I was working Boys. at a school, the PE teacher would take the, all the kids on uh, bike ed, but there was a boy at the school who was vision impaired, so they got like a tandem bike and he would ride on the back of the PE teacher and – Someone stopped really like abruptly in front of them, so the PE teacher had to slam on the brakes, and the PE teacher broke both arms in his collarbone. And I'd never seen this, but it was like like in the movies and TV shows when you've got your broken arms, but they've got little poles off your hips. You know that one? So, so you don't move, so because your collarbone's broken. He was forty eight. He had to move back in with his mum so he could have his ass wiped, and it was oh my god, <laughs> just. And, but, good story. Uh, get a bidet. Get a bidet. Like that's how Graham would feel every day. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. He's, look at the picture. His dead eyes. Like he stares straight yeah. ahead. It's you like reckon Graham lives with his like... mum? Fucking hell, if he does. <laughs> All right. At the end of that round, the scores: Chris, you're on two. Damien's on three. Greg's on four. And in the lead on six is Tor. Oh, it's close. All right. This is our final round. I'm going to read out nine questions about the four of you. If you know who wrote, who said it, or who it's about, I mean, uh, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong. Can't buzz in for your own ones. Here we go. Who here had a job handing out junk mail, but just ditched all the junk mail and still got paid? Tor. Yes, Tor. Tor. I mean, uh, uh, I'm going to say Greg. You are correct. Yes, it was. Yes. I had the that same job. Me. Yeah, really? How old were you when you had the job? I was like 12. How old were I was you? 19. Because <laughs> this came up last week on the show. Uh, Dilruk had a very similar job, but he would deliver them all. And mm. I was oh, like, yeah, I was mm, like, now yeah. what you'd do is you'd give the person who like a Fitbit. And so you could track mm. exactly where they'd been. So, so yeah. they, they could still just dump all the mail, but at least they can, you can see, oh, they've actually walked around those blocks. I reckon the Fitbit would be worth like four shifts though. Yeah. Like they just take the Fitbit. Because well, this, this is the other thing. And I, I, I think that this is, if anyone wants to pull this, I don't know if it's still easy to get paper, junk mail paper outs, but a legitimate scam would be just take 50 of them, never deliver the papers. And then just, you know, when they fire you, who cares? Like just get another paper out. Like they don't, they don't references. <laughs> like just have like 50 paper outs on the go and make bank. <laughs> That's it. 
<laughs> Greg Larson, the barefoot investor. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Question uh, two. Whose partner said to them once, your hair's not mental, and it was the most romantic thing anyone had ever said to them? Tour. Yes, Tour. Chris. Yes, you are correct. Yes, another put there for Tour. Yeah. I feel we have very similar hair, Chris. You do? Oh, if, 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 I let, if I let mine grow out, it looks like that, yes. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, back let in, it grow out, man. Back let in my early out. days of comedy. I, yeah. 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 Mm. Big hair. Mm. All right. Next question. Who here was robbed by men on camels? Greg. Yes, Greg. Tor? No, it was Davy in power. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> what? Just down here in the in the Brisbane city. <laughs> in the <It's> city? <laughs> no, what are, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, I was in Egypt. I was in Egypt <laughs> and it was like this school kind of trip thing and some guy said, do you want to get a photo on the camel? And the camel was like, you know, that kneels down to get on. I was like, it's not going to go anywhere, is it? And he's like, no, no. And then it got straight up. And it's, I don't know if you've been on a camel before, but they're mm. fucking real tall, yeah. massive, and you can't just jump off them. And he just took me around the corner of the pyramid and, like, just extorted money from me. And then the tourists and antiquities police that were over there, pre this is pre-9-11, they just had <laughs> big machine guns. And <laughs> Al-Qaeda were blowing up buses and stuff then, but nobody cared. And they had this tourist antiquities police and they came around. They're like, what's going on here? And then they just gave him money and they just took more money from me. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a school trip. So how old are you? Uh, I must have been like 16. Fuck. You seem to have had a lot of money. Yeah, no, they didn't. Yeah, it's a different exchange rate. <laughs> if you've been to Africa, but yeah, an American dollar carries a lot of fucking weight. So, you get, for a school trip going to Egypt, our school went to Surface Paradise. Mm. Both amazing places, by the way. This... Beautiful. I remember going to Expo '88 up at oh. Brisbane. Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah, I was there. Yeah, that was a big one. Loved mm. that. That was the first mm. time I ever heard of Brisbane in my life. I didn't know. I thought they just made a city just for Expo. That's... <laughs> I was seven, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Who here once hired a stripper for only four people? Chris. Yes, Chris. I'm reckoning it's probably um, Greg. No, it was Tor. I put off to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it was Greg. I just, I would never, I don't know what, I don't know how I'd go about hiring a stripper. I don't know what. I would never. <laughs> was it a male stripper tour? For, was it a male stripper for four women? It was, yeah. Two of them were lesbians too. So it was, like, it was very, uh, it was a last minute hens party. Um, so finding a stripper in Hobart was already tough. But yeah, it was gross. We, we, <laughs> I laughed a lot, but it was really gross. He oh. was kind of gross. Also, um, I was trying to find it for my friend who was getting married and her husband who's from Hobart um, was like, oh yeah, I know them. I know them. He knew everybody. Yeah. All mm. of the male strippers. Um, but he wanted us to lick chocolate off of his, like, you know, like, what, what do you call those? The, the gutter columns of a man, yeah. you know? Um, the gutter columns. The, gu- <laughs> the cum gutter. The cum yeah. gutter. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah. And we're like, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you think comedy's wife. hard, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that gig for that guy. Yeah, mm. that's probably there, his, small crowd. That's probably, they all laughed. That's probably his closing bit. You know what I mean? It's like get the cum gutters licked, and they're like, "Nah." He's like, "Well, fucking, that's my big closer." Yeah, you know? it was. Like he's like, if this bit doesn't work, he just talks about the room. That's that's what goes the best. Mm. All right, yeah. so uh, yeah. He wanted yeah. to. He wanted to show us his dick too. Like he hadn't taken oh. off his last bit, and mm. we we're like, "No, that's okay." <laughs> <laughs> hang on. So you hired a stripper, but didn't you like? I want clothes to stay on. Well, we, you know, we just wanted to see him dance and like, you know, All see right. what happened. I guess, but it was. Um, mm. I'm really sorry, Jillian English. <laughs> <laughs> She's been on the pod before. All right. Yeah. Okay. Question. Uh, next question. Who, as an adult, did a choreographed hip-hop dance with 300 teenagers? Tor. Yes, Tor. Greg. No, it was Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I just think like I to a... see Greg do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people always mistake Greg for a choreographer, but he's actually not. <laughs> I can actually dance really well. When when we did when we did Edge of the Bush with Edo and we had to do calisthenics, the calisthenics teacher said I was one of the best... <laughs> students she's ever there had. There you go. I, I took to it like a duck to water. Good for you. See, I put this one in because, Damien, you can uh, dance. Your brother's a break dancer as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Less so these days now that he's older. But yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he used to break dance a lot and I used to get into it with him, but now it's just embarrassing and people... <laughs> Really encourage me to do it and just openly laugh at me. So I do it. Just to, <laughs> I take one for the team kind of thing. I'm like, all right. And they're just like, oh, fuck, what a fuckhead. So dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so just, Chris, just like, Chris, why did you do it then? Oh, <laughs> uh, I always have thought I'm a bit of a dancer, Josh. Yep. Um, and I'd never got the opportunity. I had done ballet and then jazz ballet in my younger years. But it was only when I got older that I thought, no, what I really want to do is hip hop. Yeah. And um, so I joined the adults class and class basically, I was the oldest in the adults class and everyone else was around the 18, 25 mark. <laughs> and um, we learned to choreograph dances that would be part of a big show. Like we would do Chicago or like dirty dancing, but all of the dances would be interpreted as hip hop. Yeah. And everyone else was a teenager. Like backstage was just hairspray and children. <laughs> All right. Next question. Who here hid their weed as a kid by burying it in the backyard? Greg. Yes, Greg. Damien. Yes, it was Damien. Yes. Point there for Greg. Yes. Yeah, that's a true story. My, I told my parents that uh, the weed plants were tomato plants. Anyway, that didn't last long. I actually, actually was stoned when they, coming back from doing graffiti, when they called me up. <laughs> And uh, they were like, well, why have you got weed? Why are you growing weed in the backyard? I'm like, I'm not. They're tomato plants. And they're like, well, we found them all. And I think my brother ratted me out. And um, anyway, yeah, I had all these bongs and stuff hidden in the bushes. And <laughs> I freaked out. I had these other plants hidden somewhere else. And I cut them up and put them in a big ice cream container and buried them. And I just thought I was so dumb. I thought that would make it stronger. Like the weed would condense because it's buried. And it just became like mold sludge. And we still smoked it. <laughs> like we'd scoop out a bit of sludge on a plate and then microwave it. 
You fermented and, it is what yeah. you did. Yeah. And then I remember taking it to the pothead on the corner, Trevor, and he's like just desperate for weed. And I just bought him this weed and he smoked it. And I just remember him going, fuck, tastes like dirt. <laughs> Uh, next question. Who got fired from a job for trying to unionise the workers? Damien. Yes, Damien. Greg. No, it was Tor. Point off Damien. <laughs> Everyone thinks, Greg, you're coming up all the time here. Yeah, all I do is <laughs> yeah. just sit around playing PlayStation. Like, I don't... <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a communist flag hanging in his room. Excuse yeah. me for thinking he might unionise the workers. Yeah, literally, <laughs> it's a it's a two-metre-long communist banner that I yeah. facing me at from where I am now. <laughs> Uh, what was this job tour? Uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, I worked um, for this brewery where they couldn't brew, so they made hand sanitizer. Um, mm. And I just thought that the <laughs> we weren't being paid enough because there was like all of these rules, like you had to wear certain um, uh, certain clothes because you know everything was flammatory. Uh, we couldn't listen to music. Uh, there was no like process. Everything kept changing every day. You get called in last minute. I was like, all right, look, you know, I didn't, I, I felt like that's why I got fired. Cause I was like, all right guys, I think mm. we need to have some more systems in place. <laughs> uh, and then I never got called back. So. Yeah. I'd say that's why you got fired. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute pricks. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Who here did one shift at Subway, but quit because their top was too small. Damien. Yes, Damien. Oh, okay. Chris? No, it was your friend Greg Larson. This time it was Greg. Get the hell. That was a real that was a real low point for me. I was I was like twenty three, I think. And I was like I was just unemployed and I got a job I got a job at Subway and they said, I'll come in for like a your first sort of training shift. And like they'll pay me like ten dollars an hour and they said it would go up. You know, after that. And then the training shift, I was being trained by someone who was like 16. My shirt was way too small. Like, I wasn't as big as I am now, but, you know, I, you know it was sort of my tummy still was tall. Sort of sticking out the... Yeah, I'm still tall. And, you know, my tummy was sticking out the bottom of the shirt. <laughs> and I just felt really embarrassed. And then a friend of mine came in and just ordered a sub and refused to make eye contact with me. Like, he thought it would be funny. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is my mate. And then he was just like... I don't know who you are. <laughs> and, and, then, and then he just slowly ate his sub while staring at me from across the room. And and then I learned all this stuff outside. Like we made like seven subs and we had to throw them all out because like like we we trained he trained me to make seven subs and threw them all away because no one's allowed to have free food. Like you couldn't oh. You couldn't possibly have someone have free food. Like, oh. it's like, oh, then, you know, someone could eat it and they wouldn't have paid for it. Um, and anyway, and then I just, like, left. And then I remember I got really drunk that night. I just never came back. <laughs> um, I remember going, what am I going to do? I need money. And then I got a job the next day. So quit your job. It'll definitely work out. <laughs> <laughs> it all keep- works out. Did you keep the shirt? I did for a while, and I don't know what happened to it. I had a visor too. I had a subway visor. I should have kept them. I don't know where. I don't know where they are. It'd be vintage now too. I know. That's. Yeah. It's really bumming me out. Next Halloween, you could, go, you could go as Jared the Subway Guy for Halloween. It'd be great. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing guy. Yeah. <laughs> God, sorry. I, I actually, I actually yeah. don't reckon he is actually. <laughs> 
I actually reckon he's not a good guy. I reckon. I'll say it. I'll say it. <laughs> he did some good things. I think Jared, the subway guy, comes up way too much on this podcast. And it's always yeah. me who brings him up. I'm sorry, yeah, listeners. Well, he did help he did help some people lose weight. Yeah. Mm. Uh, all right. And our final question for the game. Who here once broke a hammock and couldn't walk for two weeks? Tor. Yes, Tor. Chris? Yes, it was Chris. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what you? Congratulations. How, how far did you fall on this hammock? It was about like a metre and a half onto rocks. Oh. And how, whoa. How yeah, old were you? I was in year 12. I was in my Christian phase. And my the, my first words when it happened was, why God? <laughs> so embarrassing. Did he, why have you did forsaken me? Yes. Yes. Because I believed everything had a meaning back then. It was fucking unbelievable. I was wow. the biggest pain in my in the ass to everyone. And, um, yeah, anyway, I, I went to hospital. They x-rayed me and everything. And I was okay, but it must, everything had seized up. I couldn't really properly walk like it took two weeks of physio but um i felt i fainted and fell over in the hospital and i was i woke up lying on my stomach and i started crawling like a lizard and because i was like this i actually don't feel any pain i don't feel can i walk out like this and they're like no 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 <laughs> just crawl like a lizard forever like <laughs> They're like, it's not a good look for the hospital. <laughs> this is what God wanted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the end of the game, the scores are Chris Ryan, one point. Damien Power, one point. Greg Larson, four points. But our winner on eight points is Tor Snyder. Yay. Yay, Yay Tor. Congrats, yeah. Tor. Because you win, Tor, you can plug whatever you want to plug. Oh, I got nothing going on. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, wait. When's you this got, coming out? When's uh, this coming out? In about four hours' time. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next weekend in Perth, Oasis Comedy Club. Yeah, I'll great. be there with uh, unsuccessful comedian Andrew Wolf. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. uh, excellent. Uh, Greg, what do you got to plug? Um, I guess just my Melbourne Comedy Festival show. It's on sale now. It's called We All Have Bloody Thoughts. Um, it's on at Comedy Republic. Get your tickets. Get them, get them while they're hot, yep. baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, where can people uh, see or find you? Oh, uh, look, my website. I'm at um, Melbourne. I'm, I'm doing Melbourne for the whole month. And yep. um, Adelaide, Adelaide Fringe, first time at Adelaide Fringe. So at the Rhino Room there. And, um, yeah, Sydney, Canberra, you know, all that. Yeah, great. Post. Awesome. And Damien? Yep, similar. I'm, I'm going to be in Sydney actually next weekend and, uh, and then I'm going to do a week at Adelaide Fringe and I'm going to do the full Melbourne Comedy Festival. So if you look that up, you can get tickets, I hope. Brilliant. Hey, if you're at Adelaide this weekend on Saturday, I'm doing the podcast at the Rhino Room at 4.30. So the lineup is me, Becky Lucas, Nazim Hussain, Harley Breen, and Nikki Britton. So make sure you get your tickets. Go to joshua.com.au and also Melbourne's shows are all inside as well. Hey, thanks everyone for doing this. It's been heaps of fun. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. See you, mate.
<laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 